This is CliffCentral.com. It's the worst guys, baby. Welcome to Changamani. In a building, baby. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Had a clippers game on the court side. Watch a nigga shoot like a four five. What up, what up, what up, what up, world? Thank you so much for choosing to listen to the worst guys. Whether you're listening live or whether you've downloaded the podcast, we appreciate you tuning in. Today we've got a dope topic for you as always. You know, people think that our generation is entitled as millennials or or as a as a millennial will call it a youngin. We we youngins apparently in the world and um, a lot of our times the views that we express or hold are seen as uh, uh, trivial or um, insignificant in the broader scale of things, looking at the history of the world and wh- what it's been like in the past. Um, but our contention is that it's no longer the past and we're looking to the future and we want to create a new world because the one we have right now is pretty fucked up. You know? So we, we wanna, we wanna engage this topic, right? Because the older generation is going out, they have something to say, we coming in, we have something to say. Where do we find the balance? Who's right and who's wrong? And most importantly, what is our political fire as a generation? Um, before us, there's always been a political fire that has generally been set by the law. So, for instance, people fighting against apartheid or, you know, civil rights, whatever the case might be, there was a political pinch. Um, and the generation before us fought the liberation struggle. What is our struggle since we've got freedom, apparently? To break down the systematic racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To break down the systems that have come to lead us to where we are right now. Because, I mean, being free is one thing, but when the structures and, 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 and all of the policies are exactly the same, in a way. Yeah, are based on inequality or the, the, the progression of one over the other. That's that, when we have a problem. And that's where the question, are we really free, stems from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the, the biggest problem with it is that the reason why we're seen as entitled is is that it it is the best time to be alive. It's better now than it has been for anybody in the history of time. Um, but obviously, we've got to do better. We every generation has to do something that will make the world better for the people coming after. Right? True. So now we we have the freedom to say things and to march for our lives. For instance. Um, but what are we what are we marching for? What is this rooted in? Because somebody fighting during the apartheid struggle could always say, "My my 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 struggle is rooted in the liberation of our people." What is what is your struggle rooted in? Do you do you have a struggle, John, as a young a youngin, a millennial? Is there a real struggle, or are we do we have um, do we do we have a, a longing for a real fight? Is that why we're so sensitive about everything? Because we actually we don't have anything to stand for because, um, I mean, we don't have a set out curriculum. 
Mm. If I can put it that way Everybody's mm. just doing different subjects and, and finding themselves Yeah and everybody's fighting for everything now If you're not even transgender You've got to fight for transgender You've got to fight for uh, uh, white I mean uh, uh, black people You've got to fight against white privilege You've got to fight against uh, short people privilege You've got to yeah. fight against using the word bitch You've got to fight against everything So we're kind of fighting nothing because everything is so hectic and so important, we like we just brush it off. Eventually, we're just like, oh, we're crying again. Mm. And I kind of see where the older generation is coming from because it seems like all we do is cry and complain. But are we really crying and just complaining? Because these are serious matters. They what what, they are, the, what they are the serious matters? What okay, what are we focusing to, okay, on? Okay, to these people, it is a serious matter, in the sense that okay, for instance, somebody is. Homosexual or asexual, you don't fall in a, in a, in a, in a, in a spectrum or category over there and they're being called names or being judged for, for who they are. It's important to that particular person. It may not be important to you, but I see where they're coming from and standing up for what they believe in. So in the broader sense, we need to be more inclusive or we need to take a step back and look at how we treat others and their problems. Or how we perceive their problems or their difficulties. Because it might mean jack squat to me, but it may mean a whole lot to you. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So I don't think it's a case of we're just fighting for every single thing that's out there. It means something. What means whether something? Be, whether, I'm trying be, whether big or small. I'm trying to get to the core. What is the core value that we possess as a generation that we're trying to put forward? So where whether it's the... March for lives or it's the Black Lives Matter or it's, you know, everything that has causing, caused uproar. Me too. You know, what, what are, what are we actually fighting for? What is the, the core? Is it dignity? Is it equality? Um, I think it's a list of all those things. Inclusiveness as well. I don't think it's one particular thing that motivates people to do that, you know, because we all have different struggles and women have different things. That they're experiencing compared with what we do. And we as black men or black people have our own problems as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just a combination of all these different things come together. That's why, that's why I feel as you, you said that, look, we're fighting for every single thing, yet it seems like we're fighting for nothing. Yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> we're not fighting for nothing. We're fighting for something because the, be- the world is big and beautiful. You know, we're not all going to have the same problems, essentially. We're all different and we all bring something. It brings it to the to the fore. So it gets tiring. I, I get you when you say, look, there's always something. People are, are sensitive. But I think we need to be sensitive. Maybe there needs to be a line drawn to say, okay, you know what? It's not a couple of years ago where you can laugh at, a, at, a, at, a, at every single thing that's being said, you know. But we need to see the lighter thing, lighter side of it as well. But at the same time, realize that where this is coming from, that this is a serious point that's being brought across and you cannot just make a joke about it, whether it's, it's inequality or, or discrimination or whatever the case is. That's what I feel about it. Okay. On that point of humor, it's just a side note. We'll go back into the real issue. I think you can make a joke about anything. If, if it can happen, you can make a joke about it because it's, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Humor is leadership because if it's not funny, it's tragic. So to take people out of that dark place takes humor. So that's why I think any jokes are fine. That's why I love Jim Jeffries. Um, he tells a lot of rape jokes, but he's fucking hilarious. And people might be offended by it, but it's a joke at the end of the day. Joke is to take us out of the darkness because there is so much darkness. But that's just the humor aspect of it. Um, 
what I want to focus more particularly on is why it is that we focus on so many different things as opposed to finding one thing that we are you know how do we how do we bring it all together as a generation because now I'm I'm going to every single march and nothing's happening there's a lot of individualism going around right keep that in mind so with that being said you've got one for example you've got a female who's black who's a vegan who's bisexual she's got a lot on her fucking plate right now <laughs> too much in fact like I don't need straight up. I don't want to be your friend because she's going to be DMing me so many marches that we need to attend, <laughs> and I really don't have time for that. I'm going to be straight up with you. Uh, you know, with 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 individualism comes the whole thing of people respecting you and understanding you as an or, or or you know being kind enough to want to understand you as an individual, right? Mm. That that also brings to play understanding your sexuality. And your preference, your your race and the, the 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 background, your culture, everything under the sun. Mm. So, essentially, I think what we're fighting for is to unlearn everything that we've done in the past and to build a new future for us ourselves. So we need a revolution. That's it. That's the only way forward. Because I I agree with you. People are fighting over quite a lot of things. Yeah. You know, and that's part of the reason why we don't achieve anything. Mm. You can't wanna, you can't wanna be a marathon runner and a sprinter and Mr. Olympia and the soccer player of the world and win the Ballon d'Or. Mm. Find a niche, kill it. There's somebody else fighting the other battle. Let them kill that battle because they're more better suited for it. Mm. Imagine if, like, for example, um, back in the day, alright, Imagine if people were still talking about okay no let's let's um let's make sure that we are allowed to walk out after a certain time as black people and we didn't just fight for freedom as a whole and they said no get rid of the dompas then they only got rid of the dompas but apartheid is still there do you get what i'm saying so they found kind of like a greater thing that they can actually fight for let's go for the dompas and then we'll dismantle from that exactly let's let's get freedom and then we'll dismantle from that. Yeah. So I think one generation sorts out one thing, then the next, then the next. We just haven't found that one thing that is going to be a catalyst in change yeah. of, in our country. I do have a suggestion, though, because oh boy. the world is hard, right? The world is cruel. And that's what I think our generation kind of lacks. And that's why I see the perspective from the older generations in the sense that, you know... um, we're too soft. You know, the people before us went through slavery. You know, the people before us actually went through apartheid. You know, we should be grateful for what we have already. And that's kind of a condescending way to put down our, our thoughts and our, our ideas because, because we're free, we shouldn't be open to making it better because uh, you're lucky enough to be able to vote. No. Shut the fuck up. You see, that's the, that's the problem I have with the, the, the discourse that is, is had for millennials is that you guys have it so nice. Why should we listen to you anymore? You've already got the right to vote. No, no listen to us because there's more to be done. Mm. There's more to be done. And I'm using my platform, my entitlement to show you that 
sure, you went through what you went through and you had that particular struggle. But these many problems that are coming to the fore now have never actually been dealt with. And this would be the appropriate time to deal with all of it, whether it's one by one or all together. Mm. But, you know, it's like removing a patch, removing in like a sore dog, if you, if you have a Band-Aid, you know, because it seems as though all of this stuff was swept under the carpets. Yeah, and now we, we pretend like that's what it is. We pretend like colonialism didn't yeah. just fuck everything up. And I think up. I think that's where the problem comes: is the fact that over time we've never really dealt with all these issues. Yeah, it's the case of they've just kind of been swept away under the rug. Now they're coming to the fore altogether, full force. And it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot, but you know, we should have dealt with these in the first place. Yeah. Or they shouldn't even, they should have never never even happened. So now people are getting upset because you want to actually deal with situations or matters. Yeah. I think, I think we should be, they should look at us, whoever it may be, be it the older generation or or people looking from the signs and be like, you complain too much. Could be, it should be a case of like, okay, you know what? I see where you're coming from. I see that you are at least empathetic enough to understand or see that, okay, shit. Look beyond your own problems and see that, sure, I may not necessarily know what's going on with rehab's problems, for instance, what he's going through, what his struggles are, but I can support him and be like, I understand. You know, yeah. I think, I think we're from. more politically aware just because of social media and our access to information. So that does count in our advantage. Um, some might think disadvantage because now we have, we have too much information. Um, but the fact that we are more politically aware, um, drives the, the force, the, the need for change. And when we look at how we want to dismantle the structures that have come to be, you know, even like we've discussed it, the way we make our food, you know, all these things are problematic. And we see that because of, you know, we're not blinded by the fact that we have to fight for apartheid. Now we're like, okay, we have to fight for humanity. Yeah, that's basically what it is. What is the what is the fight for humanity? The fight for humanity is fucking saving this planet before it goes to shit. Um, our balance between, uh, you know, uh, we are so human-centric in terms of the way we look at the world. We don't see the other living creatures and organisms around us. We have to fight that. Um, obviously, dim- dismantling structures that have been made to um, create this huge disparity between the rich and the poor. Um, those, those are the kind of things that we see in our vision. But now, it comes to the point where we have to ourselves acknowledge that life is hard. And it's tough for a lot of people. And... I bring this up mostly because, you know, from what I see, we we tend to just pretend like it should be perfect, you know, when it, it, it really is. Life is suffering and it will always be that way. That's why every generation will always have a fight. So we need to establish and understand that life is hard for everybody. And in that way, we can make light of situations. We can... We can move forward. We can stop being so offended because we realize that, okay, it's tough for all of us, but we want to make it better, right? And that's why I think our generation has become soft is that we expect it to be soft and then it's not. So how do we, we have to get out of that place now. And I think to get out of that place, that's when we start looking at love and 
self-worth and realizing that we all make mistakes and you know on and on and on we build because i do think what makes the world tough is people right we've we've kind of got this mentality that it's hard but if we do slowly but surely chip away at it and make it softer then it will be softer you know then life won't have to be so hard for everybody and that's where i think our entitlement comes in handy we do have the right to freedom. We do have the right to the good life. We do have the right to, 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 to happiness, you know. So as much as we are aware that it's difficult and it's hard, we're also aware that it can be better for everybody. Um, so I genuinely, I do see our entitlement, but I think we're, we, we deserve it. We're not using it in a negative no, way. Of course, yeah. yeah the only, are. the only thing is, you know, liberals, particularly, liberals think they're right about everything. And I don't think that's true. There are certain things that, um, right wings or right winged people, um, you know, they, they, they've got ideas that have exi- existed for a long time that are also right. Yeah, I get you. I think we're all conservative to a certain extent. Yeah. All of us. We are, we are. All of and us. it's, and it's, Maybe it's the way we've been indoctrinated, but liberalism also forgets about the other side, that it exists, that it's real, that Donald Trump can be president. That guy, he didn't, he didn't just walk up there. He was put there. He was put there by people, your neighbors. What are they thinking? You know, we often get so caught up in, oh, no, you're not woke. I can't chat with you. Chat to some non-woke people. See if you can change their mind. If you're so woke and they are open to reason, you should be able to change their mind, right? But you can't because some people just don't have the same beliefs or convictions as you do, right? But also that, like that whole attitude of, oh, you're not, uh, like, 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 oh, you're not woke, can't chat with you. Like that whole alienation of a different way of thinking. It needs to stop as well. You need to be able to see, okay, this person thinks a different way. But if it's not necessarily affecting my um, lifestyle, why, why, why is there beef? What are we fighting for? In, in the sense of, hey, dude, um, a vegan, all right, telling me, no, you know how bad eating meat is for you. I understand, dog, away, but I like this shit. <laughs> and I've explained that to you, and you've tried to convert me, and I'm not converted. Leave me alone. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's go out. You can order your salad. I'll take the meat. Everybody's fine. Mm-hmm. We can still have fun. The same way, you know, a religious person will come and talk to you and say, yo, yo, you're not going to church. Hey, Munna, when I get high, I'm with God. <laughs> nice. I'm telling you right ja, now. Ja, okay. ja, I feel that. I feel when I get that. high, I'm with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now, never understand, don't, yeah. don't come judge me on the way I have my, you know, relationship with God. Yeah. And force down another way. Tell me to read my Bible every night. Yeah. Tell me to do this. Tell me to do that. Hmm. That's not the way God intended it. Oh, that's my way of thinking. And you should be able to understand that. Yeah. But we should still be able to be civil with one another. Now you see, that's yeah, that's the most important thing: being civil with each other. And I think the examples that you brought forward, you can definitely look at that in it from a different light. But there are other situations are like, okay, man, them over there treating them, other man, them they're like crap. That's not gonna fly. Mm. When we're gonna, I'm gonna try to be civil the first time around. 
but you must know I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. Yeah, what, that's, that's an entirely different thing. You see, this is something that I'm we get to. Hot. This is something that we get to in terms of our, our entitlement and what we think we deserve when we don't get it. Um, there's been this rhetoric going around, especially on Twitter right now, about, you know, white people and how we've been like, yo, guys, this was fucked up. We need to change it. Yo, listen, 20, 20, 20, 2008, you said, yo, listen, guys, this, this shit is fucked up. Please listen. Silence. 20, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2010, 2012. In, fact, in 2010, it, it, was, it was an easier time for them. We, we took a hiatus. We took a hiatus mm. from the hate. Because Budweiser was local <laughs> and they were like, you were going to get lit. Philip was here. And that. Yeah. So now we get to a point where um, accepting what we have is not enough. Now we have to fight now. Now we have to expropriate land without compensation. But now, no, no, it's too much. Let's get the fuck out of here. We're being persecuted. Let's go to Australia. No, who's fucking who's persecuted? Uh, that's what I'm saying. The, the white people, they think they persecuted. Yeah, that's their narrative. That's how they want to see things. Yeah. But I'm saying now we, now we, we get into a point of physical change in our environment and our society. What do we do to implement that change? You see, this is, this is also what I was thinking about. It's, it's, it's either retaliation or rehabilitation. Which one do you choose? Do you choose to, to take the time to help these people understand? Or do you just say, okay, fuck you. Look, now we're going to retaliate. Yeah, that's the thing. It's gotten to the point where people have no option but to retaliate because rehabilitation isn't working. And you see, that's why South Africa that's why marches are a big thing. Because you, you'll, you bring up your problem. We're like, okay, okay, I've brought up my problem. I've gone to the union. You don't want to listen to what I'm saying. That's why we've had situations like fees must fall. Niggas have to burn libraries in order to get your attention. What the fuck is that? Why and not just listen to the person? That. Why not listen to the person the first time around or the second time around? Why does it need to escalate to a point where they're damaging shit? And it looks bad on us as well. It looks bad on the people that are, that are that are striking because we're in this situation now. We have to go to the extremes of expropriating land for people to listen to us. It does, why does it need to go to that level, man? You see, it's unnecessary. And this is, I think, the ultimate point is that our fight is a revolutionary one. Mm. That's our generation's fight is that we want to flip the system. And I think that is what is so difficult for other people, outsiders or people older in older generations. That's what's difficult for them to understand. It's like... This is totally wrong. You know, like like a teacher, she says, draw a hippo. You go there, you drew a penguin. She'll scratch that shit out in red pen and be like, nah, B, I said a hippo. Go back, try again. Instead of just saying, wait, okay, cool. You drew a pigeon, but go draw a hippo. There's nothing wrong with a pigeon. No, no, I'm saying the the, the pigeon is wrong. Scratch that out. We Straight do, up. Yes, that's the analogy. We We're doing a revolution, a total flip. We we made we drew the pigeon, but we're supposed to have a hippo. So now we have to scratch that out completely. It's not it's nothing close to what we want on planet Earth or what we could have. So we hoe it out. So what I'm getting from this is that you should we should use our position of freedom, inverted commas, or entitlement, entitlement yeah. to to essentially give the man a middle finger. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's, that's the, the only goal possible. Yeah. Cause what we're essentially fighting now is the system. And I'm totally for it. I'm totally saying fuck you to yeah. that. You know, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all for it. The only okay. problem comes with creating a new system. I, I, I honestly feel like, um, in terms of this whole entitlement and being soft, um, 
I get where the previous generation might also be coming from because we're loud on social media, but when it actually comes to action, we don't do shit. Mm. Especially our generation. I've like, 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 I'll, I'll give it to the generations before. Maybe, hey, they never had social media and niggas was writing scripts the whole time. Yo, we're gonna go to March. All right. And the March is only set for like three months later because everybody needs to get the goddamn letter. You know what I'm saying? But it still happens. Mm. You know? How many times would, would somebody try and, 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 you know, send around a petition to, to, to have this happen or, or gather some people for a march? Yeah. Straight up right now, there's a march for feminism, right? Are you gonna go? Tomorrow, 9 a.m. Man, gotta pay the bills. You see? <laughs> I gotta work, man. And that's, what I'm saying. It's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's, it's shit because I'm like, fuck, I would like to get involved, but, I can't just give the the finger to the man just yet. Man got to eat. Man got to do what I got to do. Mm, you yeah. know, in spirit, I suppose I could be there. You Luckily see. enough, we have, and I feel as, I'm not trying to make an excuse for, for, for myself or a lot of people as well, but I'd really like to be there. If I had an opportunity, I'd fucking be there. Mm. But you, these guys, sometimes you get offices or bosses say, hey, you can't go to this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, now I gotta make a decision like, okay, which is, what do I, where do I gotta stand? Like, now we luckily, sorry, just, we have, luckily we have these kids. Luckily, unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, we have to look at the kids now, the younger ones. I'm a 2000, you know. Yeah. But look at what it's, they're doing. March for that's our what lives I'm saying. Was it's, incredible. it's unfortunate that they had to, 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 they have to, it's them that have to do it, but it's, it's good at the same time. These are 16, 17, 18 year olds in America that are marching. That want the Second Amendment um, um, amended, amended, yeah, you know, which I'm all for as well, dog. Because the amount of school shootings that have taken place in America, from Sandy Hook to now, ridiculous, yeah, ridiculous. And it's I, I feel it's even more ridiculous the fact that older people are on some tip of like, yeah, and uh, what y'all kids know about? What do you mean these kids? These kids were there. They they lived through that experience. They're the mm. ones that were hiding underneath their fucking tables, almost got killed and shit like that. You know, so I'm happy that they, they're doing these marches and all of that, man. Yeah. Okay. So we need a revolution, right? Yes. But now we, in order for our revolution to be valid, we have to give a solution. You know, because right now we're just cackling. <laughs> but we're still going to vote for the same motherfuckers who are fucking us over. You know? And, and it's seen as a moral obligation. You know? But look at who you're putting into power. Look at... If I ask you to, I won't ask Katsoti to keep my gold for me, dog. I'm paying tax. We're asking these Tsotis to keep our money for us and do with it what we think they'll do is right. Or what we think is right. And they never do. But hey, I gotta get that fucking black thing on my thumb. We're not focused on our ideals as a society. We're focused on where the way societies run, you know. So the way we choose our leaders is also something that we have to confront, especially if we're doing a revolution. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you the worst guys news. Hi, hi, everybody. I am here in studio with President Markham Julie, President Markham Julie, and the worst guys and his delegates. We are actually trying to uh, get into a debate to try and break down exactly the way forward for South Africans. And uh, we are now going to uh, cut over to Mr. President Markham Julie to give us his solution on this matter. President take it away for us um i believe that the only way forward is for us as a people 
to do what we love. For as long as we are complicit in the actions of evil men, the world will continue to be evil. The only place to begin is within. And from within, to find our purpose and to find meaning in this life of struggle and strife. If everybody looks within to move society forward, we will go much faster. The problem that we are experiencing is that people are afraid to be who they are. Thus, we are being something else. We are taken away by another force. We need to control the force. And in doing so, we control the outcome of the future. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much thank for having me. Thank you. Thank you. All and right. that was Mr. Mark Mzuli, President Mark Mzuli. I do, however, also have one of his advisors, Mr. John Ngamani. Mr. John Ngamani, could you please give us some of your thoughts on this matter as well? Because I understand you and the president, although working together, you don't always see eye to eye. What is your thoughts on this matter, Mr. John Ngamani? First hand to the president. Well, thank you for the platform, first of all. Um, I don't know why we got different accents and, and all of that. But if we're going to go with that, I definitely agree with what the president just said, that we all need to look within. Um, but as we've all seen through through history and all of that, um, people can be, uh, 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 for lack of a better word, fucked up in <laughs> what they do. We are in the year 2018. I beg your pardon. 2020. 18. <laughs> 2028. All right. And there are still systems in place that cause disparity. But we are in the position that we are because we are here to, to, to work that out. People are, are very goal oriented, orientated, which is very, very good. Uh, but at the same time, they tend to be individualized, as you mentioned earlier, sir. So I, my, my, I look at it from a, a, a point of view of we can do better as society by looking in. The change needs to happen with us. All right. Uh, but at the same time, we need to break down what's around us as well. And obviously that, um, I, I sound a bit contradictory right now by saying that we need to break down the system by saying, well, but essentially what I'm saying is I agree with my fellow president over here. Which is why I'm the number two, which is why he's the president. That, <laughs> that is that is some some great insight. You know what, Margaret, back at the studio, what I actually round this up to be, it's 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 a plain simple uh Julius mentality. Basically, you need to start inside to get outside, and John was saying you gotta break down the structures around, yeah? And uh Mr. Julius Malema once said, Come out, go oh, out. out. And that's exactly how we are only uh going to be able to take this forward. With Margaret, thanks a lot. That is from the first advisor and the president. Take it away. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so Margaret, I hope you were listening because there were some bars coming out of that conversation over there. And I think the most important thing to take out there is honestly that um, we have to start with love, right? We keep preaching this because it's the only truth that we know. We've got to start... Because that's why we're saying that it's so important for people to fulfill their greatness, fulfill their purpose, because we're missing out on your potential influence on the world. You being carried away by things that you don't love, the outcome of a lack of love is a lack of love. But with love, 
you'll be you'll be perfectly fine. You know what I mean? So please listen to us. Find yourself. Meditate. Do something cool. You've had a great year, and I'm proud of each and every one of you. But now it's Fuck, time to go out in the real world, and I just want to wish you all good luck. You're gonna need it. Young dumb, young young dumb and broke. Young dumb broke high school kid. up in this man i'm so caught up in this that's kind of young dumb and broke because uh, that's what we are apparently as millennials apparently we're young dumb and broke but i feel like we got something to say and i feel like the peeps need to listen so ultimately this is my absolute point is that do things out of love and love will be created um just because that's why we're seen as rebels. When you become an artist or you you start living outside of the societal norms, you be you seen as a rebel because you're rebelling against society, but you're living out of love. And the things that you create and manifest are a result of that. Um, when you're not living a pure life, a life of purpose, um, you you tend to stray, and then you tend to say, "At least I'm making money, <laughs> so it's okay." You know, because that's our reason for a lot of our bullshit. That's how poor you are. Yeah, at least at least I'm making money. So let me kill some people in gas chambers because I got a job for the Nazi government. It's not an excuse. Live out of love and love will come to be. That's all I have to say about us as millennials. Uh, that's where the revolution is going to stem from, from us actually just... Doing what we want to do. I really, really do believe that that's where it comes from. And I also think that technology is going to help us with that. Because as soon as technology comes in and takes away all the shitty jobs that we actually don't want to do, then um, we can focus on art and we can focus on love. Do you know what I mean? The things that make us human. Anyway, it's news time. We've got a couple of stories that we want to share with you guys that has taken place over the last week. You know what it is with the words, guys. We tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing more. All right. First story coming up is about our boy Jacob Zuma. I think he's the most spoken spoken about man in the entire country. Um, but Judgment Day is finally coming for the president. On the 6th of April, he is set to appear in court to face his charges. What do we think about this, James? Do you think, do you think Zuma's going to escape this one? I think he could escape. Yeah. That and guy is a fucking, what's this guy's name? The <laughs> straight jacket nigger. Houdini, Houdini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houdini. He's Houdini, bro. No matter what trap you got him in, he got the keys, keys, keys. <laughs> All I'm saying is, uh, last night when we spoke, John was making a point about how come, uh, Abo de Clerc and the boys didn't go to jail. Hixi. Let that man go. <laughs> Straight up. Let him go. Let him go. I want to be able to, you know, hey, dog. pass by on the street and see Jacob pointing yeah. to, you know, yeah. kumaring to, do, to north. To north. And yeah. be like, it's a, 
Hey, check up. Dingy lift. You see with that, dog? I'm definitely going to want to take two evils and try to compare them to yeah. each other to see which is worse. But the fact that we still have that motherfucker called Dr. Sorry, I'm not even going to call him a doctor. Voter Basson. He's still out here practicing, doing what he did, doing what he does. What did he do? He was, um, he was the, <laughs> the, the doctor that was assigned to, um, wiping out a particular kind of people. Black the, people. Yes, yes, during the, uh, Surprise! Mm, during the apartheid regime, dog. So, yeah. And all political, he was, he was one who was appointed to, to take out political threats. In other words, you know. Black people and, and so forth, people that would be up against us it, it means of funny ways, like make you sick or, you know, like, take, yeah, yeah, take you out, dog. There was a big project called Project Coast and that it didn't take place, but there are a lot of things that got through the cracks and that affected black people essentially in the end. You know, why do you think we're so short, B? Uh, yeah, and now why we don't grow beards yeah, and shit? Yeah, our, beards uh, don't, our beards don't, don't connect, connect because, because of this voter bus on So I'm, I'm, I would say, Hey man, if y'all gonna do that with them niggas, let my man's free. Yeah. Let my man's free. So, so it's kind of like a, a TRC. You're having a TRC for Jacob. If you can just come and admit everything he did, you can go. Yeah. Cause that's I, what happened with the apartheid police and even the people. Do you know how many people didn't admit to Jack shit and are still living free right now? I'm not saying Jacob's even should go free. I'd actually love to see him go, go to prison or yeah. whatever the case might be. But he, you know, yeah. the way this turns out is going to determine how I treat people from now on. If he survives, I trust I'm becoming a savage. Uh, I don't give a fuck about nobody because you just got to be slick out here in these streets. You got to be a gangster like Jacob Zuma. You see, even Joop Joop got it the wrong way around. He should have chased those people after Oscar, but he did it before. (laughs) Ah, No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So that's the Jacob Zuma story. He'll be caught on the 6th of April. We'll see how it turns out. I think this guy has the ability to maneuver his way Your prediction? Um... He'll probably get like some, either he's gonna get uh, off uh, completely. It's black or white. There's no either or. Just straight it up. It is black or white. That's no, literally no, 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 either no, no, no. or. I'm saying for you, you have to choose one. Uh, I don't know though. I'm saying it's either he's gonna get away scot free. Um, the, the trial, he'll be acquitted and that'll be through corruption, bribery or whatever the case might be behind the scenes. And then we'll hear a bullshit story on the front paper or he's going in, mate. For a very, very, very long time. I think they must just give him some young community service. <laughs> <laughs> just clean up the streets of Jersey. Yeah. I, don't know. I think he's. I think he's too old. I think they, they might just argue that Manz is too old to get into prison now. So there might be some sort of reparations that he would need to sort out. Mm. He's gonna slide a gap. That's what he's. He's the master of sliding gaps. Mm. So I don't. I don't undermine him any in any situation. Um, especially because it's still Sean Abrams and the crew out there. Working for the NPA. How do we trust you, dog? Even though you said you're going to prosecute, you guys have probably had secret meetings for days about how you're going to prosecute. Uh, but yeah, we can't speculate about things that we don't know that are happening behind closed doors. But anyway, I just think Jake Azuma is too good to go down like that. Like just a normal pleb criminal. I don't think he's that guy. Anyway, um, just some other news shortly. Uh, I think we need to talk about this SA versus Australia thing. Mm. Um, Ball tampering by Steve Smith and Warner. I I don't understand why you would cheat as a professional sportsman who is being watched by TV cameras. Like, how dumb do you have to be? That's like robbing outside a police station. 
In fact, inside the police station, they're watching you, dog. Like, can't you see? You're on the TV there, bruh. What are you actually doing? So, firstly, that was stupid. But secondly, (laughs) I think that, like, they are cheating because they suck and they realize how dope we are. And that's the only way they can fight us. But you see, the thing is, that doesn't even make any sense. As good as we are, we're fucking good. You know, It it was a good test between two good teams. Steve Smith is one of the best batsmen in the world, dog. David yeah. Warner is no punk either. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're very, very good. So why do you need an advantage? It doesn't make any sense to me. Did you see the bigger threat in uh, <clears throat> Rabada? Yes, Rabada and all mm. of that. Even though we were batting at the stage and, you know, Cape Town is very, very good to us. It just didn't make any sense at the time. Why would you do that? Yeah. I just don't get it. Me you, you are a very good team. Fair advantage. You don't even you don't even need the advantage, bro. Why are you doing it? Yeah. So the ICC banned them for one game, and uh, but the internal uh, uh, investigations apparently are much heftier on them. They've been sent back on a plane home, yeah. so they won't be playing anymore in the test, which is cool. I think the internal investigation giving more punishment is dope. But why is the ICC front? Why does Robata get a two-match ban? Well, uh, uh, in theory, for Barely touching somebody's shoulder mm. while these guys literally get caught red handed. You know the answer to that. Because why people? <laughs> it's fine though. We hear the entitled generation is going to turn this switch. Mm. We're going to flip it all over around. Too much. Better. Melanin is going to be the future. We are going to be the new white people. Trust. Black Panther. Look at what well Black Panther's doing. It's because of us. People are going to realize, yo, yo, yo. Going to Africa is who? Watch polygamy become the norm. Even <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Virgil Abloh. The new yeah. men's creative designer. Yeah. Nick. I'm telling you We're coming for it all We're coming for it all And that's that's the thing We're gonna It's gonna surprise the peeps Y'all thought Obama was a blip And you're like Oh no no We need Donald No 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 Donald is your last chance I hope you know Enjoy Donald Trump Because after that It's over It's over over. We're coming in Yeah anyway So those are the Interesting topics That caught our attention Over the week Obviously there's always Mal shit happening um, yeah, and we're gonna wrap up with the worst guy cipher as we always do. You know what it is. We're in a building. We create music for you right on the spot. Um, but before we do that, I've got to tell you about something amazing that's happening. Rebecca, do you know anything amazing that's happening this week? <laughs> I'm just gonna let you share this. this There's week, a show, yeah. There's a show. There's a show, yeah. It follows. You don't know. There's a show every Thursday. Every Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Um, we'll be at Giovanni's in four ways. 173 Main Road. Giovanni Pain Panavino. That's how you say your pan- yeah, Panavino. Panavino. It's an Italian restaurant. Um, so there's food and drink available as well. This week's show is going to be hella, hella hot. I mean, we've got the likes of Gilly Abta. Who we got? Who we got? We got the likes of Ria Bessicelli hosting. Who we got? The likes of Sky Gibson. Who we got? We got the likes of Mark Rooney. Oh. How much gets you in, boy? 50 bucks gets you in. When does the show start? The show starts at 8 p.m. And it's on the 29th of March at Giovanni's Panavino. Food and drinks? Food and drinks, obvi. Pizza, cake, wine.
guy in chops And chocolate. you're telling me this happens on a weekly basis? On a weekly basis. You know what? If you want, we'll even organize you some maquinas. No poloni. Hold the poloni. We don't want you to die at our mm. show. Right? But yeah, please come through. The lineup is hot every single week. Support local comedy. Support local talent. We are dope, man. I ain't even lying to you. No lie, no lie, no lie told here. So yeah, that's where we're going to be. Come through with your family and some. Your enemies too. Anyway, it's time for the Worst Guy Cypher. As always, it's a pleasure and a treat talking to y'all. Thank you so much for listening and for downloading. Share, share, share. We've got ideas that we got to see implemented in the world. Revolution! This is not a newsroom, this. This is a revolutionary house. <laughs> it's the Worst Guys, baby. Coming in with the Worst Guys Cypher. Hi. Hey, hey, I'm on the ablips though. Hey. You know what it is. <laughs> I wasn't about to start spitting nothing like that. Mm. That's hey. right. Puff Daddy in the house. That's me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, okay, here we go. In your cage, but I mean, we just want to write the book and flip the page because it's time for something new, a fresh new look in the world. Then maybe it will be better for our girls because I mean, they're suffering, and I mean, the children suffering too. And what we're gonna do, just stand by and look. You want to go by the old history books where they're talking about colonialism and shit. They don't tell you that they left black people off the list. So I, now we're charming bright, and now you can relax because you're getting scared because we're so aware. We can see your sins. We want to throw them in the bin, but you still want to put it in the pit. Is there? Is there? Is there? It goes. Is there a world for me? Is there really a world for me? Oh. Is there a world for me? I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know. Is there a world for me? Where the black people can be free. Is there a world for me? Is there a world for me, is there for me to see? Hey, the world is coming to an end, the world is coming to an end So let's not pretend all the violence from the guns All the violence from the white ones All the violence that you be acting like you don't see Acting like you don't see me, but I'm black as can be So you definitely see me Stop acting like it, stop fronting like it Start acting right and start treating people right tonight Is there a world for me? Better yet Better yet, better yet, is there a world for me? Better yet, better yet, is there a world for us? Better yet, better yet, is there a world for us? Is there a world for us? Is there a world for us? Yeah. Just always yeah. wanted to know, is there a world yeah. for me? Because uh, there's a world for you. Uh, there's a world for everybody in this place. That's right. It's is all, there a world for me? It's all uh-huh. to do with love. The worst guys, we the worst guys, but we represent so much love, and we mm. got love for you, each and every single one of you. Lerato. Is there a world for me? Lerato. Lerato. Worst. This is CliffCentral.com.